0: Welcome to Silly Breakfast. We have a full cast here today. We have the Thai guy. We have the Salt Man and, of course, me, Sharky, the Maddie. You know, that's what we got today. So I just want to first off just go race you guys and ask what you got today.
1: I, I actually got two what you got today. And so, uh, number one, we're celebrating. Uh, we're celebrating anniversaries right about now. And uh, John was just talking about, before we started recording, he's about to celebrate his first wedding anniversary. Um, but really, there's a more important one. 20 years ago today was uh, when Pedro tossed Don Zimmer to the ground in Game 3 of the ALCS. So um, for all those of you keeping score, it's, uh, it's one for the Red Sox in terms of our fights, In one of the funniest fights I've ever seen in my life. Just a, a little man versus 75-year-old man throwing him to the ground. It was amazing. Of, it was one of my favorites. And then the second one, and more important one, is Bigfoot. He's back.
0: I, I saw that. I saw that video.
1: Chances are, it was just, That's just some... a
0: guy dressed as a Yeah, Bigfoot.
1: chances are it's just some guy dressed as Bigfoot, but... You know, hey, he's back and he's out.
0: He just like casually sat down. I I don't know. I just look. He just seemed a little too human.
2: I will say that I was doing a little uh, research into it. First of all, it's unbelievable that in the year of our Lord 2023, we still they saw Bigfoot and the dude busted out his razor phone and decided to take a video. Like we have HDR cameras in our every phone. Um, And secondly. Where they were in Colorado is, like, very far away from, like, anything. So that's uh, that's that's one for Bigfoot. So I'm not saying I don't believe. But I'm not saying I, uh, I do believe either because Bigfoot it's crazy. I,
1: I mean, I think that maybe the guy filming it had no idea. But it could just be some creep out there that likes to dress like Bigfoot and go hang out in the woods.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's that's my first thought. That's my first yeah. thought.
1: Is that just really another crazy. level of creep to furry, or is that just, not to kink shame, sorry, but is, is, which is more creepy, to be a, uh, a furry, or, or just go out in the woods dressed as Sasquatch?
2: Dep- I don't know, it depends on if it's a sexual thing or not.
0: Yeah, if he's just going out there and chilling, I don't, I don't even see anything wrong with that, if he just wants to, like, dress as Bigfoot and chill, that's there's nothing even wrong with that, that's just, there's that's d- fine.
2: There's that dude that plays saxophone, the Sasquatch. He dresses up like Sasquatch and plays saxophone, calls himself Sax. sax- there's, a,
0: there's the Kitar Bear in Boston, too.
2: Yeah. So it depends on if it's sexual. I mean, either way, I think Furries is a little bit more strange. Yeah. So yeah. That's, not the King Chain. We don't Which King one shame would on you want show. to hang
1: out with more?
2: Oh, the Bigfoot guy. Furries, furries, yeah, I, are, I, I, furries are weird. <laughs> Not not kink shaming, but furries are weird.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, John. All right, John, what do you got?
2: Um, I got I got two uh, quick ones. Uh, f- my first one is I was going to touch on it on the at the end of the episode, but part one of me and Tyler's bet is done. I got taken to the woodshed by Tyler's team this week. I got absolutely smoked. My team not only did my team do poorly, Tyler's de- team did incredibly well in fantasy football. So. I'm 0 1. -1. I still got, um, you know, we still got one more matchup in seven weeks. Um, I didn't have my quarterback. I didn't have Herbert. Devontae Smith did terrible. Not to make excuses, but I'm making excuses. Um, So, yeah, hats off to you, Tyler, for that one. Um, And the second one is. Justin Jefferson. Oh, that's true. Justin Jefferson did go down. That is a bummer. But you didn't need Justin Jefferson to kicked the shit out of me this week. Um and now I dropped from potentially first to now fourth place, which is which is a bummer. Um but my second what you got and we're, we'll touch on a little bit later is um baseball playoffs have started and they've been pre- the second round has been pretty fun, a lot of potential upsets. Um you know, a lot of there what one upset for sure. Um but we'll kind of get into it for, we'll give it a couple minutes later in the um later in the episode. Um but yeah, baseball playoffs are and Bruins opening night tonight. So that's what I got. Yep,
0: actually Connor Bedard scored his first goal against the Bruins.
2: Oh, good already. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah,
0: pretty early on. So good for him. We're,
2: so we're da- are we down right now? We down one nothing. Uh,
0: we are one one right
1: now. Oh,
2: it's I'll
0: a nice
1: trivia. It's a nice trivia question. Frederick scored for us. Grant, but uh, it's right.
0: weird. It's gonna be a weird Bruins season without some of those vets and stuff like that. So it's definitely like a new, newly shaped team. So it's gonna be it's gonna be weird. This It'll be
2: interesting Byron for Default. sure. What? We do not.
1: No Byron Defoe shit.
2: No Byron Defoe. No, he retired. I think in like two thousand five. All right. Just missed it. (laughs) All
0: right, so my what you got is first. I have two as well. Uh, It's my dog Lulu's birthday, so I just want to give Lulu a shout out on the pod. Happy birthday! She uh, got a little. We gave her a slice of a little birthday cake cookie thing that uh, we found. Um, It was you know obviously dog friendly, and it's uh, she seemed to like it. And she was very indifferent to it at first, and she started eating it and really enjoyed it. So that was nice. And then my other what you got is uh tyler and i had a little getaway this weekend we um went up to portsmouth new hampshire with friends uh our friend jesse and our friend eric and we did a little golfing uh tyler had a great front nine uh the rest of us did pretty poorly eric actually played really well for himself it seemed uh judging by his take on his game that day um but it was just a really fun day we just bopped around bars uh and watch college football and baseball playoffs, and just you know, pretty much bar hopped, going from place to place. Then, because obviously, I'm sober, Maddie. Now, um, Tyler said we could go to the cigar bar and uh, have have a stogie, um, or at least me and, me have a stogie. So I bought a thirty two dollar nice <laughs> cigar because I wasn't really spending any money because I was drinking was lemonade all day, and uh, yeah, it was really fun. And you know, we had a nice night. We fell asleep watching USC and that was that. Do you have any, do you have any highlights from the weekend,
1: Tyler? No, I mean, I'm just really impressed that, that I hadn't played golf in like six weeks and it just was all clicking. I don't know what it was in the front nine, but that course was really fun. Um, Yeah. The course is really nice. College football and kind of jumping around to different bars was fun. Portsmouth's a really fun town. I've yeah great
0: great about. town and great town in uh, new england i highly suggest going if you are from here and you just need a little kind of quick getaway it's you know for me it was only like an hour and a half tyler it's like an hour from him and me yeah, and it's it's, just... it's close
2: to me it's like 45 minutes from here we brie and i got yeah, exactly. there for anniversaries i'm actually super jealous i saw jesse uh, the other guy who was there with you guys our buddy the next day and he said it was awesome i'm just jealous thinking of you guys tyler half in the bag maddie smelling like a cigar, just falling asleep in each other's arms, watching USC. I wish right. I could have been the, uh, I could have been the meat in that sandwich next time. next time. <laughs> yeah, Once Jack's absolutely. a little older, I'll, I'll definitely join that, that trip.
0: All right. Well, let's dive right into sports. So let's just start with baseball. So I'm just going to talk about what's happened so far in the baseball playoffs. Arizona is up two Oh on the Dodgers. Uh, they're playing tonight. Philly. Uh, I I think just one um, verse, uh, the Braves. And so they're up two one now. They had a six home runs going into the ninth inning. I don't know if they're still there or not, but uh that was uh that, that was a top of the kind ninth, of a monster so day for them. Yeah, top of the ninth still. Okay. Um yeah. Astros are up two to one on the Minnesota Twins and the Rangers sweep Baltimore. I know Salty has some thoughts on the AL East and just everything. So what do you
2: got? Yeah, man. I mean, the uh let me just go to my notes here. Where are they? Uh, there we go um yeah the wild card round was was all sweeps um the al East which is allegedly the the, the best division in baseball and like record wise it was it was a very competitive division Tampa was out in the wild card round um ball, uh blue Jays were out in the wild card round and, and then Baltimore who I was kind of pulling for um got bounced got swept so all three sweeps um Texas with an upset sweep over Baltimore Baltimore had the best record in the um in the AL um so I'm kind of pulling for Texas um I'll get to that in a second but yeah Philly tonight going up on the Braves who are kind of the favorites to win the whole thing so Braves are on the brink now Arizona's on uh brought the Dodgers to the brink um if they win tonight then the Dodgers will be out um <clears throat> Astros can put the Twins away tonight so by the end of the night Tonight you could have three of the four um, AL and NLCS teams. Um, why I am rooting for the Rangers? Uh, we kind of talked about it in the group chat. Is that they have been cranking Creed um, to get fired up for games since like they were in a slump in the middle of the year and they started listening to Creed. You know, kind of ironically, kind of as a joke, um, and then it just they went on a streak. So now they yeah, do it. It
0: took them higher, you know.
2: Yeah, it took them higher. Um, <laughs> There's actually a uh, – you can look it up. Creed did a song for the Florida Marlins in 2010, and it is a an absolute must-watch, must-listen. It's about the Marlins soaring high. The Marlins went 80-82 uh, and 82 that season. They did not go higher. They finished 10 games out in the wildcard race and 17 out in the division, so Creed did not get them higher. But there's an awesome clip of the Rangers' ballpark the other night and Creed playing throughout the stadium and the fans singing, can you take me? So I'm, I'm all in on Texas. I really want, I think Texas winning would be fun. I don't know. Underdog team, as long as it's not Houston or the Is Dodgers.
1: Texas back is Texas back.
2: Texas might be back. Texas. We'll get, might we'll get to back. the other don't, Texas. Don't don't do bit. this
1: to me. Um, I had a, <laughs> I had a JV basketball coach, shout out Gordon Fuller uh, once who was really disappointed. That uh, we weren't rebounding. This must have been my sophomore or my it, my sophomore or my junior year, um, and and he he wanted to motivate us into rebounding better. So he, he went to he, he he like brought in a boombox and sat it in the locker room before the game as we were all getting ready and just put on Van Halen's Jump and thought that that was going to motivate us. And it just feels like this is is what Creed did. <laughs>
2: it yeah i mean creed's really doing it creed actually they're getting back together and they're they're having a um a cruise like a creed cruise that you can go on and and creed just like rocks the boat for a weekend and uh my brother-in-law and i were we we got to see the prices first but we talked about how fun it would be to go just see a weekend of creed and just get like absolutely hammered and go just like drunkenly sing creed for a weekend the the cancun
0: they, they should Air- invite all the rangers
1: if they win the world series on that cruise
0: oh
2: yeah they have to have to a hidden a hidden gem
1: cancun airport guy fieri's uh burger bar there was only playing creed the last time i was there it was incredible Yep, love it and, and it was yep. a different episode of diners drive-ins and dives on about 50 different tvs yeah one of, one of my favorite shows what an atmosphere yeah, it's, i mean i
0: love guy fieri i mean you everyone knows i love guy fieri but uh let's uh i, I want to talk about just the Celtics briefly just because they've played a few preseason games um just because porzingis looked absolutely fantastic in that first game and uh that was really nice to see and we have instead of playoff p we have preseason p and uh peyton pritchard uh i actually sold yeah. that from someone on the overstated my buddy derek but uh he looks unbelievable. He has like 46 points or something like that through two games. And uh, then uh, Jordan Walsh had a nice steal and take to the basket. I don't know if you guys saw that. I but, did.
2: Uh, yeah, that was awesome.
0: But he is like if if Peyton Pritchard can be a serviceable, you know, backup point guard and Jordan Walsh can actually you know guard like he we expect him to within, you know, early in his career, then we're actually going to have a better bench than maybe I thought.
2: Yeah, yeah, we in, just need
1: some scoring. If well, they, they're playing you know.
2: tonight too. They're playing Philly tonight, and Pritchard already has ten points. Oh wow! And Porzingis awesome. has eleven and five. Drew and Derek have eleven. So, yeah, I know it's preseason, but that's you like to see these things. Svi yeah. has eight points. Svi, whatever his name is, Svi, Svea, Svi, Svea. Svea.
1: uh It's it's always great in the preseason to find out where these guys that you remember their names and they haven't really been that great for a while. Like Kelly Oubre Jr. being on the, the 76ers bench, so surprising. I don't remember that signing happening. Yeah, he got signed this year. Yeah, I, I think Kelly Oubre is a, kind of a bucket.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's a got He's, six, a he's got 16 tonight. In the, I in wish the, he was on the Celtics.
0: Game. Yeah, I, I like Oubre. I think that's a good signing for them, especially to replace kind of George Yang's shooting with just like a dynamic score. And they got Mo Bamba. Yeah, the bomba,
2: Handsome like as hell, too. Kelly Oubre, he's got... Oh, Kelly Oubre, he's a babe. Yeah, good for him.
0: Yeah, yeah that's kind of <laughs> all I want to say about the about the Celtics tonight. Let's, let me just do a little college football recap of last week. So, Oklahoma takes down Texas, which we will touch on in a second one. I asked Tyler about it. Ohio State dominates second half versus Maryland. LSU escapes another shootout with Mizzou. Um, BC runs 61 times while beating army. So beating army at their own game, Washington state can't handle UCLA's dominant defense. UCLA's defense looks like maybe the best in the country right now. Uh, Bama beats AM. Iowa does what they do to beat Purdue. Um, Drake May goes bananas for UNC to beat Syracuse. They had like 404 yards in the first half of offense and he was just unbelievable. I Made mean, so many amazing throws from what we saw in, uh, in that first half at the bar. Georgia puts uh Kentucky in their place. You know, Kentucky was 4-0 coming into the or undefeated coming into the game and we just we we know this. We know this. Kentucky always will fall 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 kind of fall back into their place. Um Michigan kills again versus Minnesota. Looks like the most dominant team in the country. Louisville upsets Notre Dame. Notre Dame is dead in the water when it comes to the playoffs. Ole Miss beats Arkansas by a touchdown. Wyoming beats ranked Fresno State. Uh, Iowa State gives TCU another loss. Oregon State beats Cal in a high-scoring matchup. Georgia Tech beats Miami on some brain-dead-ass coaching by Mario Cristobal. And lastly, USC plays a tough three-overtime game to beat Arizona. So, Tyler, do you have any thoughts on Texas or any of the games we watched this weekend?
1: Horns down. Uh, you know, we're not a visual podcast. Uh, I, I still think that they have a shot at the college football playoff, but it, they have to win out and they have to they have to meet Oklahoma and beat them. I think that that's a very strong possibility. But uh, Steve Sarkeesian pissed down his leg when it mattered most, and he did it in the the biggest wuss fashion that you possibly could um they had the ball uh they were uh, they were tied. no they they were up weren't they what uh uh uh, uh, they were tied they were tied and instead of trying to score a touchdown they uh basically tried to bleed the clock as best they could but uh in the same way that prevent defense prevents you from winning When you play that type of football, you're just not going to get the first downs. You need to fully bleed out the clock. They kick the field goal, and Oklahoma just storms back and puts them in their grave. Um, I'm mostly disappointed out of a, uh, you know, not to to jinx myself, but Maddie and I were riding quite a heater this weekend uh, in college football. Um, I think that I was plus 10 units on Saturday and and at plus 10 units on Saturday and Sunday um that was not one of them we all no, had no ten- we all lost all that lost
0: one i game. think we were all in texas and that was a big loss for all of us but we did luckily we made up some of that money uh in the afternoon games cuz we all had louisville
1: it was it was one of the first times that i was see, we were able I, I mean i i don't live in a legal state so being able to live bet is just a cheat code When you're watching those first few drives and you just see a team, I remember we were at that country bar and we all just looked at each other and we were like, yeah, we're on Louisville. Yep. They were playing bully ball and we got Louisville at really good money. But yeah, Texas, awful. Um, It was an awful loss. I do think that they'll go back and they'll kick the shit out of Oklahoma during the Big 12 playoff. I think they have to meet each other. Oklahoma may come in with another loss too. Um, but you know, the big 12 is pretty weak this year, so I can see them seeing each other again.
2: Yeah,
0: I, to- I totally see them, uh, in the big 12 championship versus each other. That's my, that's my thoughts on that. I just want to talk a little about this Miami coaching job by Mario Cristobal. So if you did not watch the game, um, um, all Miami had to do, they had, there was enough time in the clock where they could just, or, uh, you know, enough time not in the clock, where they could just kneel down twice and just, you know, win the game. They could just win the game. That's nice and easy. Just kneel down, win the game. Instead, they decide to run a rushing play up the middle in which the running back fumbled. A lot of people are saying on Twitter he was down, but they didn't rule it that way. And they still lost. And so Georgia tech goes down with like 26 seconds left, uh, throws a pass over the entire defense for a touchdown at the buzzer winning the game. And that was just, I, I, I mean, Mario Cristobal did this again uh, back in 2018 versus Stanford. When he was at Oregon, he had the same issue. It's just absolutely crazy. This guy can't learn a fucking lesson. Just like, what are you doing? And it's now called they have the to victory play
1: formation for a reason.
0: Exactly. Victory formation. It's just absolutely bananas. But uh, Tyler, I want to ask you, who are your top four now?
1: I, I think that the top four has to, it has to be Georgia's got to be in there. Uh, Michigan, Ohio State, and it's got to be USC. I, I think that they pulled out an impressive enough win, even though it was against a bad, uh, bad team.
0: They, they're not, their defense is not good enough for me to put them in the playoff right now. I yeah. just, I can't do it. With, especially think- since Oregon has only had one close game this entire season, they've looked way more dominant. Their offense is putting up almost as much points and like same with Washington. They're, they actually have the, like a better offense than USC this year. Like both those teams deserve it over USC in my opinion.
1: Yeah, when those teams start to play each other, in, well, they play and,
0: each other this week, which we'll touch on in a second. You Oregon and Washington.
1: Yeah, when they when they start to beat up on each other, it'll be curious to see who rises from the rubble. But Ohio State, Michigan, I, I really think that you got to put in one of Texas and Oklahoma at the end of this year, and you got to put in an SEC team. So it's going to be one from each of the major conferences this year, as opposed to kind of two SEC teams or even two uh, Big Ten teams.
0: Yeah, we'll see. I, I I might still have Florida State over Ohio State. I was going to say no,
2: be, love my, no love for my team. I my think FSU. Florida State
0: maybe deserves it because of the wins. I know Ohio State has a really good win, but Florida State has two really good wins. Um, I just – I don't know. I I, I I think I have to keep them in there. Otherwise, I if, if you say Ohio State, that's fine. But I, I would have Oregon right now, and I think they are going to secure the victory versus Washington this week to really put them in that spot. So let's talk about the games this week. So there's not a lot of good games, but there's the Edward Sharp Bowl, which is the Alabama Arkansas Bowl. Uh, for, if you, for those uh, Edward Sharp fans out there of the song Home, um, Kansas, Oklahoma State, Tex- Tennessee, AM. Then, of course, the good games. Oregon, Washington is going to be just a classic game. Yeah, USC, Notre Dame is going to be really fun because it's going to be USC versus that good Notre Dame defense. And then UNC Miami, UNC is only four point favorites against Miami, even though Miami just lost to Georgia state or Georgia tech, but that's going to be fun. And then a battle of good defense versus good offense in UCLA and Oregon state. And then lastly is an ACC matchup. I think Duke NC state is actually a pretty fun matchup, but uh, I'm most excited for Oregon, Washington, uh, UNC Miami and USC Notre Dame.
1: Yeah, those are great games. I think that this is the classic. Uh, I won some money off uh, from Notre Dame, and so I betting it, fading them. And I don't think that I'm going to do it this time. I I think that they've lost two games and they have to come out and have an impressive win. Otherwise, Freeman is done there, because they they just haven't looked that impressive, even with Hartman this year, uh, really playing out of his shoes until the last couple games. So. I do expect them to cover the number this week, and in the Oregon-Washington uh, game, Penix is, for the first time, he's uh, the, the, the favorite for, for uh, Heisman, so Penix, as Dalton likes to call him, is, is the favorite for the Heisman. Yeah, I love it. I cannot wait for that
0: game. Let's dive right into the NFL. So just recapping a little bit. Jags sneak out a win versus Buffalo in the London game. Uh, Pats lose 34-0 on Belichick's, one of his worst losses ever. We'll talk about this game after this. Miami continues to soar versus the Giants, but they lose a chain. Pittsburgh grind down Baltimore, but Baltimore has seven drops in the game to kill Lamar Jackson's stats. Uh, Detroit's offense is just awesome, and they – Did a great job versus a bad Carolina team. Falcons marched down the field for a coup field goal versus Houston. Stroud has thrown 177 passes without an interception to start his career, which is a record. Indy beats Tennessee, but they lose Anthony Richardson, which is sad. Uh, but you know what? They have arguably the best backup in the league and Gardner Minshew, so they can still win some games. Bengals' offense writes the ship versus Arizona. Eagles beat Rams in a good game. KC deals with some injuries, but beat the Vikings. Jets take down the Broncos. San Francisco kills Dallas in the Sunday night game, and Dak looks absolutely awful in that game. Kittle had three touchdowns just, you know, first Big offensive game for Kittle. Just what a dominant team. It's crazy. And on Monday, the Raiders win an ugly, ugly game versus what seems to be a very bad Packers team. Um, do you guys have any thoughts on
2: the weekend? Yeah, I do. Um, Pat stink. Pat's bad. All the way bad. Tear it down. Burn it down. Um, shoot Mac Jones to the moon. Trade him. I don't care what you got to do. I know the offensive line has been terrible, but Mac Jones has made some terrible decisions too. I just think all around it's just a dumpster fire. Um that being said, I think they should tank. I hope they tank, and I hope we get Caleb Williams. Um or he, any one of those those quarterbacks. You guys are saying it's a really deep quarterback yeah, draft. Dra-
0: Him and Drake May are the two prize <clears throat> possessions.
2: Yeah. So but I, honestly, I
0: take like Shador Sanders. <laughs>
2: I, that would be fun though. I mean, like a fun, flashy dude. Um, whatever, man. Burn it to the ground. Um, Miami is a wagon. Um, A Chan going down. That sucks. Um, he's been like he's been super fun to watch. He's just like a bullet. You know, having him and Tyreek on the field together, they're both like. They, I think, they had the two fastest. Um miles per hour or whatever they do the yeah
0: tyree kills at like 22 a chains at when well, they like actually 20 miami miami players have the five slots so tyree hill i think has two a has two and raheem mostert has uh one slot on the top five fastest track uh run yeah. so far this year ridiculous. which is just ridiculous. which is also good that they have raheem mostert because he is also <clears> a speed <throat> demon and a, actually a really good goal back. you know he has yeah. seven touchdowns this year it's crazy yeah
2: yep yep um falcons like i they they should be bad but they keep on winning and i don't understand i mean we had maddie and i both as our lock had houston over them i mean it was technically a push but for our our purposes it didn't count but i thought the he that houston was going to beat them but they just keep on winning it's crazy i mean Bijan robinson is he's a video game character i mean he just makes those one-handed catches he's shifty I think he's did you see that name.
0: top view on Twitter?
2: Yeah, it was awesome. That super slow view, mo like slow motion top yeah. view. Like
0: uh yeah, that was so sick. He looks like a basketball player. Yeah, it
1: looked, it looked like, like he was like NBA, th- NBA yeah. Street intro. Yeah,
2: right? Yeah, it was sick. Um But yeah, I think the Patriots honestly, I mean Denver got beaten by the Jets, who were supposed to be bad. Um Dak. What did you say he was going to throw five interceptions or less this year? And he had three that game. So, um, yep. yeah, he blew that. Um, and, and San Francisco, I just think, is the class of of the league. Um, they're just so good. Their defense is so good. Um, Fred Warner, Bosa, Greenlaw. You got all these guys who are nasty. And then their offense, There, there's no weak spot on the offense. Christian McCaffrey didn't have a great game. Um, but then you have George Kittle. Um scoring three catches, three touchdowns. Purdy yeah, is Ayuko.
0: Ayuk was solid. Purdy was th- fantastic.
2: They're all good. It's just they are top to bottom. There's no flaws. Um and
0: I, I want to push back a little bit on the people that are saying that like other QBs could go in and do what Purdy's doing. Purdy is reading the fields unbelievably. Like yeah. he is, he's making all the throws. Like I'm sure like other QBs could definitely do as good job, maybe even better. Like, you know, maybe you throw Justin Herbert in there. It's a little better, but like I saw someone say that if you put Mac Jones in that offense, like it would be same. No,
2: no no way. He's not no. processing
0: the field nearly on the level that Purdy is right now.
2: No, Purdy, it just, has, he's got this poise to him. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's really good. Like you said, he reads the fields well. he, he I, he does have insane weapons and a great line, but like he uses them perfectly. I don't know. He's great. And he's what he's 10 and one now in games. He started the only loss is that. Um, yeah. He's play- 10 and
0: 0 in the regular season. It has the one loss where he was hurt. Ha- like most of the game.
2: Yeah. So I don't film. know. I mean, that's, that speaks to itself. Um, he's good. And I think um, the pay, before I hand it off to whoever the Patriots, I think the Patriots Honestly, could be with the Broncos is the worst team in the NFL. they is
0: probably the worst, but
2: Carolina is pretty bad too. Um, they're, but they're they right down game, there. But Their bottom yeah, they're bottom five yeah, team.
0: Yeah, I think I think it's probably us in Carolina right now.
2: It's not good. Yeah, yeah. so I hope Carolina is at least up. putting up some points. <laughs> We're not it's putting cra- up any points. I'm watching red zone and I'm seeing all these bad teams at least drive down the field and score. And watching the Patriots play the Saints and the Dallas game, like they can't even move the ball. They're not even moving the ball. They, they, It's pathetic. It's so bad. It's so hard to watch. And I, and they're
0: like, go ahead. The, Saint, the Saints have only, that was their first time scoring over 20 points in a game this year. And they did it in like the first half. They had 21 points.
1: It,
2: yeah. The Saints like aren't good. And they, they destroyed us. I don't know. It's, it's depressing, but whatever. Honestly, like I can't bitch. It would be like, it's such a New England. I don't know. We had it good. It was a ton of fun. I want the team to be good, but they're just not. So blow it up.
1: Yeah, I think that I think that when you draft a guy uh, that's real name is McCorkle and you expect him to be a Mac, he's he's always going to go back to being a McCorkle. And so uh, I think we just need to to find a guy with a real QB name like Caleb Williams drake may something like that i'll take Phoenix. those guys over a, a a mccorkle jones yeah i hear you man what, what, what else you got on the weekend tyler I, I think that that a lot of teams are just there's no good teams in the nfl this year save for the the 49ers and the eagles the rest of the teams stink they stink out loud. There's no AFC <laughs> team that's that's good. Um, the Buffalo yeah, KC is not running. really impressed though, so far this year. KC has not impressed. I think Miami is really good, but I think they're they play chicken shit football. And when you play chicken shit football like that in the winter, they're just going to slow down a ton and, and get beat up. Tua is is uh, one block uh, block missed blocking assignment away from from not being able to spell Tua. Yeah. So, Go into the shadow
2: realm. Yeah.
1: yeah so I, I, I wouldn't place a whole lot of value in them. But San Francisco could win with any of the three of us at quarterback, and they actually have somebody that's very good. Yeah, I hear
0: you, man. That, that that team just looks beyond dominant, beyond dominant. No one's really close. Like Philly, I mean, they're 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 not really dominating any teams right now. Their offense has not clicked like it did last year. It's just nope. it's not the same as last year. They did obviously lose their offensive coordinator uh, to Indy, right? Um, so. Yeah. Um, but but the
1: the brotherly shove, the tush push. <laughs>
2: hey, we works. are we are not a brotherly shove. We disavow brotherly shove on this. Yeah, podcast. we are a tush we, push. Brady sneaky. It's always been the Brady sneaky for for years. Yeah. But yeah, I think the Eagles have not been unlocked yet. I still think that they have another level to get to, and they're still they're they're five and up. So I think the Eagles, yeah. and then way above them, San Francisco. San Francisco is just. Elite. elite 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 i th-
1: i think that that people are undermining the what is growing to be one of the craziest defenses you will ever see by the time that they get to Jordan Davis is an absolute animal and they just reassembled the Georgia defense the best players from the Georgia defense Oh Philly and, and uh, Philly uh, yeah and having Jordan Davis and and uh who, who else they they basically have the two defensive linemen Jalen Carter Jalen Carter, Carter. Yeah.
0: who's who's been one of the best defenders in the entire NFL. He has like the most I think he has the most pressures in the NFL with uh tied
1: with uh Aaron Donald right now.
2: And he's and so it, fast.
1: Yeah, he's it's a just freak. insane what they've built there for, for and and then they had the old stalwarts like Fletcher Cox and all those guys. So they brought in uh Jalen Carter into a team that that is just going to to be able to harvest all of his skills and take out all the negatives.
2: They stole Jalen Carter in that draft too. Anybody think we think didn't think they got him in the twenties. Didn't they?
0: No, no, no. He was teens or 10 or something like that. Maybe I don't know. But he was projected like like top,
2: top five. Wasn't
0: he? Well, he, he he is probably the, you know, he's arguably the most talented person in that draft. Uh, Like when it comes to just pure football, I'd say, you know, people, you know, him, Will Anderson, Will Anderson, Stroud, and uh, Christian Gonzalez were like three of like the most talented players at that position um, in college. So I think any of them, really all of them, should have been
1: top five picks. But but Jalen Carter was uh, had a little bit of Vin Diesel in him, and it led to one of his friends uh, dying, and so a lot of teams were hands off from that and uh, didn't. He he's apparently kind of got some locker room problems they thought but uh he gets to go to to a warm atmosphere and people that know him with all the georgia folks there
0: yeah that's gonna work for them that's gonna work for them let's get to plus sign hunting guys so the so far I am at eight points. Uh, John is at nine points and Tyler is at 11 points in the lead. So I, me and John have some ground to make up, especially me being in last place right now as one of the big betters in the league, I would hope I would be doing better, but you know, so it goes, but uh, what's, what do you guys picks this week?
1: I'll go first. Wanna, uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. Um, you know, I, I, I'm going to go with my lock of the week is Indy plus four at Jacksonville. Uh, I'm calling this the the, the Gardner Minshew game, uh, the the Gardner Minshew revenge game. Mm-hmm. I, I think that, in Indy's been one of the best teams at covering the spread, and Jacksonville's getting better, but they're also returning from two weeks uh, being over in England. So, uh, you know, time difference coming back to to their home field, it's it's going to be tough. I think, and I, I'm taking Indy plus four. The next, uh, I keep betting against them and they're going to kill me, but uh, the Commanders plus two and a half at Atlanta, I think that the Commanders are pretty good. Um, they're one of the mediocre teams, and I still think that Atlanta's bad until they get rid of Desmond Ritter. Um and then my final pick, and this is really just a pick'em, is Houston plus one. I think uh, New Orleans comes back down to earth a little bit. And take take that one point
0: of- five. It's on on Fanduel. one point five right now.
1: Okay, I'll take it at one point five. But yeah, yeah, that's what I have it as. Houston, Houston plus one and a half at New Orleans. I I just think that it's a pick'em. Houston's been extremely uh, plucky. They've been hard to take down, and and those are my three. Love it. Love it. John, what do you got?
2: Um, So I'll start with, um, I also had Houston plus one and a half at home over the Saints. Um, I don't think the Saints are that good. I think the Patriots are just that bad. Um, So yeah, hopefully the Saints don't um, ride that high into the next team. I think Stroud is good. Blah, blah, blah. I picked them last week as my lock. Um, Then I've got... I didn't like this week. I didn't like the spreads, some like I don't know. Um, I really wanted to go Denver over KC with his ten and a half points, but I think Denver's really bad too. I think KC's gonna stomp them. Uh, but my second pick is going to be Seattle plus three at the Bengals. I still think the Bengals are. Um, I don't know. They're they're still trying to figure it out. They had a great week last week. Jamar Chase tore it up. Um, T Higgins is still potentially not playing. He's banged up. Um, And I think Seattle's been, like, really solid this year. I think Kenneth Walker's been great. Um, So I'm going to take them plus three at Cincinnati. And my lock is going to be Washington plus two and a half at the Falcons, Um, pretty much for the same reasons that Tyler did. Um, I just think that the Falcons, they're fool's gold. I don't understand how they keep winning. And they're winning these, like, close games. I think they beat – they beat Indy by one point of uh, several weeks ago. They they just snuck out that win over um the Texans last week. So Washington plus two and a half at Falcons is my lock of the week.
1: What a what a strange turn of events this whole you know, the last decade has been for uh the atlanta falcons they were the team that everyone bet and then they'd always lose you'd be like "Oh, atlanta all these players and then they'd always just find a way to disappoint you and now this year i think every week one of us has picked them to to lose to a dog and beginning. They <laughs> yeah. they're just the yeah. team that you can't get right no nope. i wish i yeah. could quit you Adla- <laughs> betting for or against atlanta Yeah, exactly.
0: All right, let's dive into mine. So I have uh, some different picks than you guys. The one I do have, like you guys, is Houston plus 1.5. I am actually spanning the entire weekend. And my lock of the week, you guys, John touched on this one, but my lock of the week is Denver plus 10.5 versus KC. Uh, Denver's offense doesn't suck. And KC's offense hasn't been great. So I, I see this as a close matchup. I see this as a touchdown or less game. I still think Casey probably wins, but I probably would put this spread more towards a seven. Uh, like if I had to pick. So I'm going to take those 10 and points on Thursday night and roll, roll with Denver. I absolutely hate betting on Russ, but I'm doing it. And then Monday night I am taking the chargers plus 2.5 versus Dallas. So,
2: I don't Whoa. think Dallas is that good.
0: I do not think Dallas is that good. I, I really don't. Like, I, I like their offense is not very good. Their defense has some injuries now, and like you know, they just got worked. I like and the chargers offense is awesome. Like, especially with Eckler back now, like that he's supposed to be playing this week. I I think I think the Chargers, that was that was gonna be my lock of the week. But you know i i can't really lock down a chargers game just cuz no. i don't trust them inherently no no i i will never lock uh, a chargers game but i will say i think they're going to win that game and that is my pick so i'm going to take denver as the lock, houston plus 1.5 and chargers plus
2: 2.5 bold strategy that that's the way to make up points right there is taking Denver and the Chargers and the Chargers a, and it's with a small spread like that too. They're going to.
0: Yep. I think, I think Chargers is going to win that game.
2: I hope so. Fuck Dallas pretty much. Yep. Like, but Broncos, I also man, need to make is, up
0: ground you guys. So I was trying to think, think of things you guys wouldn't pick.
2: Yeah. We, actually, you know, me and Tyler, how we feel about the Chargers. Yeah.
1: I, I, I almost honestly had a uh, Seattle, in cincinnati and i crossed it off right before we started i just think joe burrow's starting to warm up a little bit and chase finally found the end zone three times (laughs) and yeah 190 something yards it seems like we're starting to heat up a little bit
2: seattle's coming off a bye week too which is i mean good good obviously you want to come off more rested have more time to to scout the other team but yeah, I didn't like. I said I really didn't like a lot of these. I, I almost went with the indie one too, but with Gardner Minshew, like I don't know, I couldn't I couldn't do it. So, but yeah, good good picks all around. I'm I'm interested in tomorrow. I'm going to be watching tomorrow night, Maddie. Yeah, do, I
0: do you I, you I really they, think they're going to hand uh, they're going to hang with KC.
1: Do you guys think that Pete Carroll's jaw is nice and rested? He can come back and chew that gum extra hard in this game. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Hell
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. All
0: right. Let's, let's go, let's just go right into silly breakfast. Cause uh, now we're only at 41 minutes, but maybe we can make this a little longer and have fun. Uh, but it'll be a little shorter episode for everyone. So I think this will kind of actually garner some more conversation because it's such a specific thing and you, people have such specific attractions to what we're talking about. And that the question is, if you could time travel to any sporting event of like an, at, at any point in the in, in the history which would you choose who would like to go first
1: i'll let john go first
2: <laughs> throw me in the bus well there's a lot of as a boston sports homer there's a lot of games that uh, would be would have been a blast to go to you know brady the first super bowl in 01 i'm 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 saying if i can time travel at my age now to there cuz i you know i wouldn't want to be 14 at the first Super Bowl, but um, there's the 0-4 World Series. Um, the comeback in game th- was it game four of the ALCS in 2004, where they came back to Dave Roberts still. That was an electric game. Um, but mine is going to be a homer pick. Mine is going to be the Patriots and Falcons Super Bowl, the 28-3 the uh, comeback. We were all out <clears throat> At the bar that night, um, watching the Patriots just get shellacked to get killed. Me and Jesse and my now wife, Bree, I bought three shots and put them in the middle of the table. And I said, we're going to take these shots. These are sad shots when the Patriots lose. And they sat there and slowly, but sure. I wanted to go home. I was ready to, I gave up. I was ready to walk home. But my wife was like, no, let's stick around. You know, we're having fun. It could be fun. Thank God she did, because I would have felt like such a boob if I went home and that happened and I was watching by myself at home. But then the impossible happened. The Patriots came back, and that was one of the most fun out of all the Super Bowls that we um, had and got to got to enjoy. That is the top one. That was the most fun, um, rivaled by the Seahawks one. That one was pretty wild, too. But uh, yeah, that's my pick. Super Bowl, Falcons, Patriots, 28-3 to comeback.
0: Love it. Love it. Obviously a good pick. Obviously a good pick. Tyler, do you want me to go or do you want to go? You go ahead. All right. So I obviously debated, you know, like kind of all the things you said, including, you know, like the Red Sox and the um, of course, the Atlanta Super Bowl, because it was such a amazing night for all of us. Um, but I'm gonna go a little more specific to my family and pick the first Patriots Super Bowl versus the Rams. Um where we won 2017, and I, the reason I'm picking that is because, so I grew up with you know my grandfather died when I was 12 years old. He died I think the year, uh, what was it, be, um, two years before the P- Patriots' first Super Bowl, and um, he was a diehard Patriots fan. He was he absolutely loved the Patriots, but he also hated them more than anything in the world. He would just sit. He would come over every Sunday. And he would sit and just swear at the TV for like four hours straight. I loved it because as like, you know, a child, it was just fun to hear like curse words. And just like my grandpa get all worked up and everything. I thought it was funny. So I loved it. But like, you know, for, for the longest time, I thought the Patriots were like the worst team in the world. Like we even, you know, we even went to a Super Bowl in his lifetime versus the Packers where Bledsoe threw five picks. And he hated Bledsoe. Bledsoe was arguably the best thing to happen to the Patriots in a long, long time. And he still hated him because he just hated the team he loved the most. You know, he just really hated them just because he knew they were going to fail him. And sadly, he died, you know, a few years before the Patriots actually made it to the Super Bowl again and won that first one. And I just remember like thinking that night, it's like, damn, grandpa would have loved this. Like he would have been like, like all his hatred would have just like relieved from him It just like all like, you know. Fifty plus years of just like, like his favorite team just losing and everything, he yeah. could have, he could have just had that wash over him, and I just would like love to have seen that. But you know, instead, I just got to enjoy it, and I got to enjoy, you know, five more. And each time, I think of my grandpa, you know, when we win the Super Bowl. So that's what I got—a little more touching moment for the pod. Yeah,
2: that's nice. it. Sounds like you got your um your football watching style from him because watching a football game with you. Is <laughs> Yes, it's a lot of sweat. I remember when my wife came over to our apartment, we all lived together for the first time. I was like, yeah, you know, we get a little rowdy during football. It's like, it, you know, it gets crazy. I will never forget this. Garrett Blunt <clears throat> ran the ball for a touchdown, one of his many touchdowns, and you stood up. And did like this super cyan like you put the arms out like a Hulk, and you were like yeah, and I was like yep, that's Maddie baby, I, <laughs> well, my,
0: my original son. I love with their Blunt so much, and that was the year he had the twenty touchdowns, I think, or whatever yeah. it was, <laughs> like tw- yeah. around twenty
2: touchdowns. Yep, but yeah. it didn't it didn't scare her off. It, she thought it was hilarious. She thought it was awesome. But I was like, yeah, we we get into football around here, so yeah. and now she's still with me almost seven years later, so I'm doing all right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. All right, well, Tyler, that was a good one, Maddie. Thanks. So we've got a couple Homer picks. For John's pick, I was actually in Thailand. Uh, it was six in the morning, and I was at a bar watching the game. And uh, and I remember being like, "I'm on vacation. I can't just watch all four quarters of of them get their ass kicked." Um, so sometime around the third quarter, when it was 28 to three, I walked back to my hotel, hat in hand. And uh, as I got back to cell service, I started to see the, those updates come through and I sprinted with a belly full of morning beer back to the bar and was able to see the tying and, and winning score. And so I missed about a full quarter of that game and I got booed when I came back into the bar from all the expats, but it would still be one of my favorite memories. And I can't imagine what all the people in uh, Chiang Mai, Thailand thought of a big drunk oaf at eight in the morning in a Tom Brady Jersey running down the street, like dry heaving from just having a belly full of beer and having (laughs) to run like a mile. Um, But, um, and I also thought about the, the Oh four world series. I actually had a friend go to that game. And if you, if, if you'll kind of remember, we won in a four uh, in a four game sweep. It wasn't particularly close at all with with uh, St. Louis, and I think that that game would be super fun to go to. But I'm taking my fandom out of it because I think it would be hard to enjoy. I want to be one of the people at the Wilt Chamberlain 100-point game. I want to see what oh, that looks like. And it's, it's never been—you it, can't see it. It was never recorded. That's a good pick. I like that pick. I do have a, a, another pick that was one of my favorite watching moments at a bar, and I have no affiliation, is the kick six as well. The Auburn-Alabama game. Oh, yeah, yeah. It just That was just awesome. A, I saw, I watched that. Yeah, that was amazing. Just not caring about either team and just having a good time and then having that happen at the end of it would be unreal.
0: Yeah, I think if I had to pick some, like you know, ones that I'm not really affiliated with, the L- the Joe Burrow LSU Super Bowl, I mean, uh, college football uh, championship, I I would like to have seen that just because that that uh, that's like still the best offense I've ever seen in college football, and I know a lot of people would say they're not the best, like best, uh, team of all time. And that's fine. You know, a lot of people have, you know, Florida teams and, uh, and so, and all sorts of teams, but that's the best offense I've ever watched in college football. I mean, Burrow had what, like 60 touchdowns. Like it was yeah. absolutely absurd. Um, another one I was thinking about going back to it's, it's kind of a Homer pick, but like one of those Vince Carter, Anton Jamison, UNC, uh, championships yeah. just like, you know, cause that's like what made me a fan of college basketball. So,
1: you know, Rashid maybe checking ones, out one of those you forget about Rashid on those Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Speaking um, of Vince Carter, about, maybe the about uh, that Duke the dunk contest World final. Oh, the Duke Butler one. Which which
0: Oh, uh, the Duke Butler, yeah. World I could I I couldn't go to a Duke game like that that wasn't affiliated with UNC, Yeah.
1: What
2: was another one? What was I going to say um Oh jeez. mouth. I was I said the Vince Carter like slam dunk contest. That would have been fun. Or like the Jordan oh, yeah, side dunk yeah. contest, or the Jordan um, flu game, or him hitting that shot over um, what's his name there, the Jazz guy Byron, uh, whatever the hell his name is, but any of those '90s games, the Malice at the Palace would have been fun. Wasn't
1: it Byron Russell?
2: Byron Russell, yep, that's it. Or the the double doink, just being in the stadium for the double doink and watching all the Chicago fans just like deflate.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, or how about uh, or the the Vince Carter dunk in the Olympics?
1: Oh. Over, oh, over the French guy?
2: <laughs> yeah. I feel like that would have changed me on like a molecular level. Yeah, like, I, I
0: was already like Vince Carter was already like my favorite player from just watching him in college as like a 10-year-old. And just like seeing that happen was just like, whoa, this guy. I would have
2: gone like, class. I would have gone blind. I would have been like, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. I don't need to see anymore. I'm done. I'm done seeing things.
1: Do you think that that's the most inconsequential, awesome play that could have ever happened?
0: Like, uh, probably. It, yeah. It, it, it's like, it's it's arguably the best dunk of all time, and it meant nothing. It meant nothing. <laughs> Absolutely. Not.
2: That's, yeah. Nuts in his face. Yep. That was a sick moment. I'm trying to think of some other and good ones. Gonna, they yeah, were going to this...
1: smoke him, too.
2: Yeah. The Seattle Super Bowl was was amazing. Like imagine being there and being a Patriots fan and yeah, the Butler thinking fan. you're going to lose. A man, dude, I'm a big boy, a man at the bar at Tits picked me up off of the ground and cradled me like a ba- like we were watching the game and he was just we were, you know, high and throughout the game. That happened. He picked me up and was bouncing me. I was like, this is insane. I'm I'm 250 plus pounds. Like this is this is awesome. It's crazy. This guy was huge obviously too, but that was an electric moment to even watch on TV. I can't imagine being in person.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that about wraps up the episode. It's a little shorter episode coming in under an hour for you to keep it nice and concise for the silly breakfast boys. So it's good to have the full cast here again today. And hopefully we can all be back next week and we will talk to you next week. All right. Love you guys.
2: Love you. Bye. 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 (laughs)